No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. The NBA season starts tonight, Tony. Don't you have basketball fever? Tony Kornheiser, maybe. I I do have a weird rash hey, underneath my hey, arm. FTMI. Yeah. It's, it's a ball night. Well, it's, it's a not, ball night. So you won't watch any of the baseball? Yes, you will. You'll have a bunch of sets on. You're the last person in America who makes a living in this industry. One TV. Television industry, sports industry. One TV. One Fred Flintstone, so, 1954. So you'll have, a lot of, you'll have a lot of things on. Welcome to my place. Can you bring that Wilbon chili? I might. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, the Brewers go up on the Dodgers. Nick Bosa won't return to Ohio State. And Charles Barkley joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with Aaron Rodgers reaching into his back pocket and pulling out 10 points in the final two minutes last night as Green Bay beat San Francisco 33 to 30. Rodgers threw for 425 yards. And Mason Crosby, who was one for five in field goals last week, was four for four last night. Wilbon, who was the bigger story, Rodgers or Crosby? Rodgers. It's not even close. Not even close. I mean, you know, I, I was on the phone last night with my brother. He says, well, Aaron Rodgers is the only one who can do this. And no, no, Tom Brady just did it. But other than Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, that's your top two in whatever order in terms of end of game. We need points. Aaron Rodgers got to the point where he's waving off his head coach in the OC. And he said, no, 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 no. We're going to get my man Crosby closer today. So this is a, 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 a gimme kick. And he kept saying down the field, down the field. This guy's a general I hate that he's my favorite quarterback. I'm a Bear fan. He's a cheesehead. I love him. I'm going to say this about Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go against a little bit of what you said. What? I think you can argue that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. Right. And I think you can argue that Pat Mahomes is the greatest young thing to come along in a while. But you cannot argue this. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback right now. What's the tie with Brady? Brady just did it. He just dropped it on Gronk and went down the hill. Aaron Rodgers was throwing perfect spirals, often falling backwards. Rushing the rush backwards. all around him. It's it's just it's, it's inspirational to watch. Let him me get play. to Mason Crosby just for this one one thing. Because he had a game against Detroit. He cost them the game against Detroit yeah. last week. He was one for five on field goals and missed an Maybe. extra point. I don't buy that, but in most teams, that guy is cut. He's cut that night. Now Crosby's been there eleven years, so they didn't want to cut him. You know what helped keep him? One Rogers. thing. Rogers Pee Wee reached him. Yeah. He put yeah. his arm around him literally to Tony, keep him. Also, happy. he got him so close at the end of the game, he couldn't hit, miss it. And take note of this coach Nagy. miss it. He didn't make him line no, no, up no. a fifty-three yarder. No, right. Rogers said, "We're going to get him a makeable kick, get his confidence back. We need him. That's what a great quarterback You're does. Right. That's what a great teammate does. It's what a great leader does." And with all that, neither you nor I think Green Bay is very good. I mean, they had to really struggle at home. They got him. To beat a team that's one and five. By the way, he's great. By the way, Beathard's grandkid, Bobby Beathard's grandkid, a Big Ten kid from Iowa, CJ Beathard, I know he had one throw last night. He liked that back. Wait a minute. For a guy who heralded, I think, a third round draft pick, played very well. Played very well. The Brewers, to your chagrin, have taken a 2 1 lead on the Dodgers. By hitting them with another lights out pitching performance. It's unexpected by me. Well, it's I unexpected. Told you the best it team. is. Jolice Chassin started this thing with five and a third scoreless, and the Brewers put up their third shutout of this postseason. Meanwhile, 
the Dodgers appeared lifeless, causing Kike Hernandez to say, quote, we sucked. We had no energy. The stadium had no energy. Overall, it was a pretty bad game for everybody who calls themselves Dodgers. Close quote. Ouch. Tony, should everybody in L.A. be as down on the Dodgers as they are? The Dodgers struck out 14 times last night. Franchise record. 14 times. They had five hits. If you take away the two in the ninth inning with that dicey closer. I know. The dicey closer. Jeffers? Is that, is that his Jeffers name? Jeffers has had nine hits. I would, put, the others. I Hater, would never take Hader out of the game. Hater, I would never take him out Hater of the game. Anyway, so you take that away. That means they had three hits in eight full innings. I, I mean, look, let's, let's go over yep. some of these names. At home. You got Muncie and Machado. You got Puy, you got Bellinger, you got Peterson, you got Turner, you have hitters. So I understand that disappointment, but, and here's the obvious thing, they win one more game, they're tied. They're tied and they have Ryu and they have Kershaw at that point, and you would not say they have no chance. No, of course not. But I I told you two things, and I, I root for the Dodgers, okay? The owner's a Northwestern guy, Mr. Mark Walter, and the other guy, you've heard of him, Irvin Johnson. Yeah, I've heard those guys. I know them. I want to see them do well and their team do well. But I told you Milwaukee's the best team in the National League. I've been you telling did. you that all you the did. month of September. You did. And now we're halfway through October. I'm telling you. I'm not saying it's not going to be a long series because I think it continues to be a long series. You mentioned, you know, you have Kershaw out there. You can get another win. But, Tony, the Brewers are the best team. They have more things they can go I to. Lefty, righty, double switches in the National League baseball way of playing. And they haven't even had to go to can that Can I yet. say something about their manager, Craig Council? Yeah. He wears this sweatshirt. He appears to weigh about 110 pounds. He looks like a guy who comes to your house to walk the dog. He does. And he's brilliant. Council plays he's in brilliant. majors for he's a brilliant. long time. Well, he looks, he looks to weigh 110 doing. pounds. Well, absolutely knows. The NBA season starts tonight. The first game is a rematch of a playoff series last year, Boston and Philadelphia. The Celtics won that in five games. So there's a drumbeat for the 76ers this year. Wilbon, do you believe the Sixers will challenge the Celtics in the East? Not really. Um, and I'm not doubting the Sixers. I just think that their offseason, uh, Boston's, when you get the two players they get back, it's not offseason, they were already on your roster. But when you get Kyrie Irving alone back in the line, I think he played like 57 games last year, none of them late. No, I think Boston not only will win the East, and I, I think Toronto will be the number two team in the East. And, and Toronto could so challenge them. So if you ask so me, can Toronto challenge Boston, I might say yes. But I think Boston could actually beat Golden State, depending on the health going into the playoffs. But, Tony, I, I worry about the Sixers and Markel Fulton. I understand. I, I don't understand why you can't let him wade into the season. Why do you have to throw him into the season in the starting lineup? I don't like that move. I don't like J.J. Redick, who provides something that team needs more of, being on the bench to start the games. I just think Boston's ahead of them. I think there's a bandwagon effect for Philadelphia that starts with the fact that Ben Simmons was one of the few number one picks that actually worked out for them fairly quickly after one year. I think everybody likes Embiid, who's a wonderful talker and very Shaq-like. They're both great. But his results so far are not like Anthony Davis's. I mean, he's still got a way to go. So I think people want to see Philadelphia do well. I think they may be overrated at this point. Markel Fultz couldn't shoot at all last year. If you start him and Simmons in the backcourt, you got two guards who can't shoot, which isn't th- that Unless great. Unless you don't think Simmons and got better And the other team has Gordon Hayward. Let me get back to Toronto, because I'm glad you mentioned Toronto. Okay. Because if Kawhi Leonard, he's playing, right? Yes. Okay. If Played Kawhi Leonard is playing with that yeah. team, yeah. they are better this year than they were last year, because they lack that thing inside that Kawhi Leonard does. So I, I, I don't understand, I don't understand them. the clamor for Philadelphia. Well, I don't think there is much of a clamor. I think there's more clamor for Toronto. I think more people will pick Toronto to finish first or second in the East than will pick Philadelphia. And you mentioned Kawhi Leonard. Tony, 
if Kawhi Leonard is the guy we last saw, if other than like eight games last year, beating the Golden State yeah, Warriors brains out in the playoffs two years ago, is he that guy? I don't know. I don't know or if he's, he's a subsequent guy. But I, I, I also think Boston is getting Gordon Hayward, who's an all-star. So you still got Boston? Yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Right, just check it. Nick Bosa withdrew from Ohio State today, ending his own college football career. With only three games played this season, it's possible he could come back if he wanted to for healthy games in November and beyond, including Michigan, the Big Ten title game, and the national playoff. But with his dad's influence, Bosa is going straight to the NFL draft where he could be the number one overall pick. Tony, this can't be popular in Columbus and Buckeye Nation, but are you okay with Bosa's decision? Well, one of the reasons it can't be popular is he's team captain, and they expected him yeah. to be there the whole year. I'm looking at it from a different point of view because I'm not in the insular position of, of being in Columbus. So I'm 100 percent all right with it because he's using Ohio State as a trade school. He knows what he wants to be. He's going to college to seek out a profession in the NFL that he's wanted his whole life. His father played in the NFL. His brother plays in the that NFL and he wants to play in the NFL. So for me, th- that's OK. And if you come back and you say to me, well, college football, rah, 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 I'm going to turn around and say to you basically this. Does Urban Meyer strike you as a guy who is a... Sentimentality? No, no. Does he... Everything that's happened to him. No, this kid is... He wants to play in the NFL. I I get why people are going to be upset at this. I'm not going to be. I'm not. And particularly... And this is my conference. um, And this is a football conference. And Ohio State exists largely for this purpose. And that football For their football players. This is what... This is what they huh. do. They have people matriculate through as quickly as they can get them to the NFL, and that's where they go. So, no, I don't, I don't do that. But I, but I will say this. I mean, it's a self-indulgent decision. It's, I mean, that's not critical. It's an observation. It's a self-indulgent decision. They chose him captain. He didn't turn it well, he's down hurt also. and he's say, hurt. wait a minute. I, I, he you is know, hurt. He's not going to play right minute. now. But his father said he could come back. His old man even said that. Okay. So the point is they named him captain. He didn't say... I don't want to be captain because I'll bail on you as soon as I can. I don't think he he thought about it then. I think what happens when you get hurt, you say to yourself, is this going to hurt me? If I get hurt again, does my stock drop for the NFL? And again, why did he go to Ohio State to get to the NFL? Mel Mel says he can go overall number one. Well, then why would a lot of people are doing this in bowl season, not this early. Yes. But speaking with college football, Alabama sensational sophomore quarterback Tua Tunga Vailoa got it. Got hurt two weeks ago against Arkansas with a sprained right knee. He played last week against Missouri. He aggravated the injury. So this week, Alabama plays Tennessee. A much improved Tennessee just beat Auburn. Well, when Alabama's off next week, then plays at LSU. Big game. So would you sit Tua against Tennessee? Yep. I'd say Tua. We, and I'm sure you, want to win another national championship. The best way you can do that is to be as healthy as we can get you. Jalen Hurts, come out of the pen. You've beaten Tennessee's brains out already. You can beat them again. Yep. So I'd be playing Jalen Hurts. Two, I might, I might say two. You can get dressed if we need to go to you. We'll come to you. But that's not the plan. Let me to to just underline that point for a second. Jalen Hurts in two years went to two national championship games. Yeah. On the way each year, he beat Tennessee. He beat them once 49-10. He beat them once 45-7. That is 94 is Hurst, 17 like, and 26 two games. and 2. Yeah, something like that. Do you like that? Do you yeah. like 94 to 17? I want 
I think LSU is a harder game. I want to at game. LSU. Yes. And I would say sit because the guy who's coming in was basically an All-American before you showed That's up right. in the second half of the championship game. And Nick Saban game. is one coach who can say, and everybody better be all in when he says it, Son, we're not playing for the Heisman Trophy. Oh, we're not. We're playing for yet another national That's championship. Right. That's right. I agree. One. I agree. Let's take a break. Coming up, we will ask Charles Barkley whether he sees anything derailing the Warriors this season. We're also going to ask him how he feels Jimmy Butler has handled his last few weeks. JB. Well, you and I differ on him. You think Charles is going to be on my side on this or yours? Charles is smart. He'll be on my side. <laughs> Ever been knocked down? You know, suffered a setback, fired, left out. It happens. It happened to Mike Bloomberg. Middle-class kid, worked his way through college, got a job, started a family. Boom. Fired at 39. What did Mike do? What a lot of us do. We got back up, dove back in. He had an idea. Design a new computer able to crunch data and process information in a unique way. He built it. He sold it. He built more. He sold more. He built a team. He built a company. Created 20,000 jobs. Bloomberg is a doer. This is Michael Douglas. I've played a president in movies. This is real world. This is our world. Mike Bloomberg has what it takes to win. Unite the country, find some common ground between Democrats and Republicans, and then lead the way a leader should. Mike will get it done. I'm Mike Bloomberg, candidate for president, and I approve this message. Paid for by Mike Bloomberg 2020. In a story we broke exclusively in our first segment, the NBA season tips off tonight on TNT at 7 p.m. Eastern. We're pleased to welcome back to the program the man who was our first guest 17 years ago tomorrow. Very first guest. Our friend TNT NBA analyst, the very svelte Charles Barkley. Chuck, let's start with this. The season hasn't started. Already people are handing another title to the Warriors. Do you see anything that could derail Golden State? I think, realistically, the only team can beat them is the Boston Celtics. Uh, the Celtics are loaded. Now, they got to make it work because they have an overabundance of talent. But on paper, because I think the Rockets took a step back. The Rockets took a step back, losing Luke and Trevor. But on paper, now, it's just on paper, the Celtics got more talent. They got more talent than the Golden State Warriors. How about that, Whoa. Tony? Whoa. I don't know that? about that. I like it. I don't know about that. All right, speaking of making it work, it's unclear when DeMarcus Cousins will play, Charles, but when you finally see him back on the court again and with a new team, with this team, what do you expect from him? Well, I think I'm, I'm going to expect great things from DeMarcus because he uh, – uh, listen, Mike, he got a lot of money at stake. He's got to prove people that he's healthy and going to play, play well. I mean, we're talking a couple hundred million dollars. If he plays very well, I mean, he was, before he blew out his Achilles, he was going to get $200 million. So he got a lot of pressure, number one, to buy into what the Warriors are trying to do, but to play well also. He got more to lose on that, more to gain on that team than anybody else. Let's uh, look down the state a little bit. To the Lakers, Charles. Predictions for them and what they're going to do are all over the place. 50. Wait a minute. Tony's got them winning 50. 50. I think they're going to finish fourth or fifth. Some people think they won't make the playoffs. Where where are you on the Lakers and what you think they'll do this season? Well, I think they're a, a five, six, seven seed. Uh, I don't think they will win 50 games. 
I think it's going to be a, a, a tough sledding for them all year because the West is loaded. Now, the Warriors are the best team. I got a sleeper for you, Mike. Okay. The Denver Nuggets. Ooh. The Denver Nuggets are going to surprise Ooh. people in the Western Conference this year. But also, you got the Spurs who are going to be good. Oklahoma City is going to be good. The Rockets are going to be good also. Portland's going to be pretty good. Utah? It's, uh, New Orleans. New, hey, Utah, New Orleans, in my opinion, Anthony Davis is the second best player in the world. Though, all those games are going to be hard for the Lakers. So the Lakers are going to be a lower seed, and I think they're going to have a long season. We've gone all this time happily for Tony without mentioning Minnesota and Jimmy Butler. I am openly a fan of Jimmy Butler, and I want him to stay in Minnesota, but forget about what I think, Charles. How do you feel about the way Jimmy's handled these last few weeks? Well, Jimmy can start packing, Mike. He's not going to be in Minnesota. <laughs> hey, Jimmy should be packing as we speak. Mm. Listen, Jimmy Butler is a heck of a player, but the Minnesota Timberwolves, they decided to pay Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. They're not going to play three max guys. Jimmy Butler is a hell of a player, but he can start packing as we speak. Okay, let's go to the East because it is the Celtics against the Sixers tonight. And Markel Fultz is in the middle of this because he's going to start, right? He's going to start at point guard. He couldn't, he couldn't even play last year. It wasn't good enough to play. If you were his teammate, and you've been in Philadelphia, if you were the teammate of Markel Fultz, how much patience would you have with him? Well, I think you've got to be somewhat patient because you have to really look at this as his rookie year. This is his rookie year. He really didn't play at all last year. The problem he's got, all the pressure's on him because the Sixers are only going to go as far as he can help them get. Listen, Ben is terrific. Joel, Sarek, I love Covington and Chandler. But if they don't get guard play from Markel Fultz, they're not going to be able to compete with the Toronto Raptors Ooh. and the Boston Celtics. There's three big teams in the East. Y'all better quit sleeping on the Toronto Raptors. All right, so we'll get you out of here on this. A very quick prediction. If I heard you right, I think you're saying Golden State and Boston will be in the finals. Golden State and Boston will be in the finals. Thank you so much, Charles. Charles. Thank, Thank you as pleasure. always. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. Have a great season also. TNT's coverage of NBA opening night begins tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern. Let's take one last break, but still to come. Is the owner of the Giants being too tough on Odell Beckham Jr.? No. And the Steelers don't expect Le'Veon Bell to report this week, so now do they trade him? These are nice topics. Yes. It's a ball night. I understand We that. just had Charles. I know, but it's... You know, by the way, 17 years of having Chuck. He's That's wonderful. Us. He's put up with us. But look life. how old we are now. <laughs> he hasn't aged. No. And look how old we are. No, he hasn't aged. It's disgusting. He is ageless. Talk about that. Happy time. People have a 38th birthday, Sue Bird. Now the oldest player in the WNBA. Bird has a staggering haul of championships. She's great. She has two NCAA championships at Connecticut. She has three WNBA championships, including the most recent, which she won with a broken nose. She has four Olympic gold medals and four World Cup gold medals. Who's got this many? Diana Taurasi has this many. Teammates for Unbelievable. A lot of it. And shout out to Angela Lansbury, 93 today. I love the Sue Bird does this in Seattle. 
which has a great WNBA team and ought to have an NBA team. Happy anniversary, John Carlos and Tommy Smith. On this day 50 years ago, during the Summer Olympics in Mexico City, Smith and Carlos, medalists in the 200-meter race, bowed their heads during the playing of the national anthem and raised their gloved fists in the air, signifying the Black Power salute. History has come to treat them far more kindly for their activism than they were treated in that moment, just as history is likely to treat Colin Kaepernick far more kindly down the road. Thank God there were no NFL owners around to stop that, but you raise a great point, Tony. I mean, they were shunned for decades, and so history, yes, has treated it comes them much around. differently, thankfully. It comes around. Melancholy trails to Paul Allen. The owner of the Seattle Seahawks and Portland Trailblazers died yesterday of cancer at the age of 65. The computer revolution in America produced three giant names, Paul Allen, Bill Gates, and Steve Jobs. Now, two of them, Allen and Jobs, are gone. All three dropped out of college. All three changed the world in which we live, and all three were philanthropic. Paul Allen, over the course of his life, gave away over $2 billion for education, science, and technology. It was always sort of startling to me to be at Portland Trailblazer games, particularly in the playoffs, and you could look over and see Paul Allen. And it's just jolting, someone who meant this much to so many different cultures, subcultures in America and the world, was, would be sitting near courtside of the game. Uh, no errors today. Let's go to the big finish. Giants owner John Mara says he wishes Odell Beckham Jr. would, quote, do a little more playing and a little less talking, unquote, your reaction. What, everybody doesn't have that on the tip of their tongues in the last week or so? Ed Bouchette reports the Steelers are not expecting Le'Veon Bell to show up this week. You surprised? No, nothing he does will surprise me unless he doesn't show up week 10 because then he forfeits the whole year. I don't. That will surprise me. Josh Allen will not play on Sunday for the Bills, so Derek Anderson or Nathan Peterman? I may surprise you. Peter. Anderson's only he's like four games the last eight or nine years. I've... Usain Bolt is being offered a contract by the Letta FC in Malta. I know you're impressed by that. I, I got to tell you, I don't know much about the Malta team. <laughs> I know about the Falcon. I don't know much about Champions the team. Champions League aspirations. Is he that good a soccer player, Couple Usain Bolt? Last, I know he's goals last week. Speaking of soccer, last one, soccer friendly tonight, USA versus Peru. What do you expect? I expect them not to be on any of the three TVs in my man cave. Do I hear four TVs? <laughs> yeah, four. I'll go to four. We're out of time. Trying to do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. Sorry, soccer. It's a ball night. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the podcast on the app or Apple Podcast. One more time. It's a ball night. Jimmy Crilly, you played great. You Did carried really the team. Shout out. Money?